0: I want to yeah. get for these. this morning we come to you in the name of Jesus God you're so good you're so kind you have stretched out our days and we're so thankful oh God we come to this moment knowing that we can't do it without your father because it is you that speak to us Father, we lift up our pastor, we lift up First Lady, God, in the name of Jesus. We thank you, God, for how you gird them, how you protect them. Father, we thank you for how you sustain them in the name of Jesus. God, we thank you for Salem Church. God, I thank you for seeing us through these perilous times. Lord, let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable in our sight. Oh, Lord, my strength and my redeemer. In Jesus' name we pray, and we all give thanks. Amen. We greet you this morning in the name of Jesus. We're just glad to be here. It's just good. My mom used to say every day above ground is a great day we thank god for pastor hayne allowing me the opportunity to share a word with his people that god has entrusted him with we're going to ask you to turn with me to john the second chapter starting at the first verse I, I left my water over there. If someone would be so kind, it's right there on the floor.
1: Thank you, Jesus.
0: And the scripture reads as follows And the third day, There was a marriage in Canaan of Galilee. And the mother of Jesus was there. And both Jesus was called and his disciples to the marriage. And when they wanted wine, the mother of Jesus said unto him, They have no wine. Jesus said unto her, Woman, what have I to do with thee? My hour is not yet come. His mother said unto the servant. Whatsoever he saith unto you, do it. And there were set there six water pots of stone after the manner of the purifying of the Jews, containing two or three firkins apiece. Jesus said unto them, Fill the water pots with water. And they filled them up to the brim. And he says unto them, draw out now, and bear unto the governor of the feast. And they bear it. And when the ruler of the feast had tasted the water that was made wine, and knew not whence it was, but the servants which drew the water knew. The governor of the feast called the, called the bridegroom and said unto him, Every man at the beginning does set forth good wine. And when men have well drunk, then that which is worse. But thou has kept the good wine until now. This beginning of miracles did Jesus in Canaan of Galilee and manifest forth his glory. And his disciples believed on him I tagged this sermon with a title Who Would have Thought Who Would have thought we're a Bible church and as we study scripture we find in them that the power of God can make what's impossible possible. What what would have ever would you have ever thought that a man named Moses could raise a rod and the sea parts? Who would have ever thought? Three Hebrew boys would raise a rod. Three Hebrew boys thrown in a fiery furnace is delivered without the smell of smoke on them. And the only thing that was destroyed was the ropes that had them bound. Who would have, who would have thought? Jonah survived for 3 days in the belly of the fish and the fish spit him out on the shores of Nineveh. I want to ask you this morning, who would have thought? Let me bring you current this morning. We have watched the world being ushered through an horrific pandemic that has brought our lives and as we used to know it to a screeching halt. It is all we hear and talk about day after day. In our daily conversations, we have said this phase either to ourselves, our families, our friends or whoever would listen. Who would have thought? Think about this. We now wear face gear, a mask everywhere we go. Who would have who thought? We we have to wear rubber gloves so that we won't pick up your germs. Who would have thought we constantly disinfect and wipe down everything including ourselves? Who would have thought it is recommended that we must distance ourselves six feet apart from each other. Hugging is officially over. But who would have thought? To tell you the truth, even before the pandemic, I didn't want people up on me. But you know what? But now that we're on an irreversible shift has taken place in our lives we have been escorted and tucked into what the world refers to as a new normal. I differ a little because when I accepted Jesus into my life and the Holy Spirit came into my heart, my new normal started with Christ. But nevertheless, I had my own new normal this morning. Who would have thought this is my new normal Last year this time, my mother sat right there, came down for Christmas, enjoying sale worship. Our family was gathering together to celebrate her 100th birthday. But now she is in the presence of the Lord. Who would have thought? I'm sure as you reflect over the year, you have your own. Who would have thought? Because of the complexity of our human mind, our current thinking sometimes will not allow us to think beyond where we are or what is even possible. But I'm reminded in Genesis 13 and 14, the Lord said to Abraham, Now lift up your eyes and look from the place from where you are. I know you can't imagine in your own mind that this will ever be over, but this morning I challenge you to look from the place from where you are. We must remember that God says our thoughts, his thoughts are not our thoughts. And his ways are not our ways for his ways are higher than ours. As we expound on the scripture text, it informs me and invites me to a Jewish wedding that runs out of wine. This was a who would have thought moment. In the ancient Middle East, hospitality to guests was considered a great responsibility. Jewish weddings were steeped in tradition tradition, and ritual. One of the customs was providing an extravagant feast for guests. But something went wrong. They ran out of wine in that culture, such a miscalculation would have been a great humiliation. At this marriage feast, the groom's family, running out of wine, could have damaged their reputation. The shame of running out of wine at their wedding would have followed this Canaan couple all their lives. I know about you back in the day. You remember you went to the party and they ran out of wine. No party, no wine. Matter of fact, it was a bring your own. I don't want to go too far. Bring your own brown bag. This first miracle of Jesus helps us to understand or see the hope in where we are today in a pandemic in respects to experiencing first things. We know that the wedding of Canaan was where Jesus performed his first miracle and manifested his glory. By the way, the name Canaan means a place of reeds. Let me give you a lesson right here. Reeds is a common name for tall, grass-like plants of wetlands. These giant reeds were used for making musical instruments and also constructing buildings. See, there's a lot of symbolism here. When I think of music instruments, I think of worshiping the Lord. You see, your Canaan experience is where you learn to worship the Lord. As he builds a strong structure of faith in your life, you can take the reeds of Canaan and build something strong in your life. You see, Christ had just begun his ministry with a small following of disciples. What's significant about the timing of this event is that this wedding comes after Christ's 40 day Temptation by the devil in the wilderness. I want you to know sometimes your greatest victories come after your wilderness experience. I know you might feel like you in the wilderness right now with this pandemic, but I came this morning to encourage you that joy is on the way. It will last always. But I want to encourage you this morning to do what Jesus did. When the devil came to him and tempted him, he let him know man shall not live by bread alone but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. The devil came back again and he's going to come back to you again. And he's going to tell you this will never end but I promise you everything comes to an end. When he comes again to you, you just tell him get behind because you are under my feet let me ask you this question this morning in the middle of your wilderness and all that you got going on what have you run out of in this pandemic have you run out of joy have you ran out of peace I'm not even gonna talk about your money what about your health issues but I have some good news for you just hold on, Jesus is about to turn your water into wine. God's gonna turn your failures into success. Your greatest trial, until your, your greatest trial will be your greatest triumph. Right up the road of peace, you're gonna say, who would have thought? Now by working this miracle, wonder, Jesus revealed his glory to the world in an astounding manner. I believe this is what God is doing now. Preparing the church, prepping the church of the living God for a mighty move of his powerful presence. See, I've learned no pain, no gain, no tears, no celebration. Your greatest miracle will follow your greatest wilderness experience. It's clear that Jesus' family was invited and had close connections to the event in Canaan because his mother and at least five of his disciples were there. As the Bible reads, you have to ask yourself this question. Why this miracle? Why this wedding? Well, the Bible answers this question in John 8, 28, and John 12, 49. It says in the scripture that I only do what my father tells me to do. I do nothing on my own. So it was a divine setup for Jesus to be where he was and to do what he did. When was the last time you tried that? When was the last time you did what Jesus said? Not your agenda, but God's agenda. You do what you feel like doing. Let me ask you, how that working for you? Yet the miracle Jesus performed here also contains deep significance. And this is just the theology of it all for the church beyond that time and place. Verse three contains a powerful symbolic phrase when the wine ran out. Throughout the New Testament, wine is associated with the manifest presence of God through the Holy Spirit. In this text, wine was at the center of the wedding celebration. It was poured out freely to be served to the uninvited, to the invited guests. Wine was a common symbol of God's bounty and of spiritual joy. The scene is a picture of joyful people. You've been to a wedding, but now we got a problem. A need arose because the wine had run out. And the wedding party needed it to be replenished to sustain the joy of the celebration. This wasn't a life or death situation, but that the will of God might be known. This miracle showing Jesus supernatural control over physical elements like water. This marked the beginning of his public ministry. Like his other miracles, it benefited people in need. And John refers to Jesus' miracles as signs, indicators pointing Jesus to pointing to Jesus divinity. I like this part when the wine ran out Jesus mother said to him and I know when I say something to my son and he not even Jesus I expect him to do it but I, I can imagine how this dialogue went and Mary went to Jesus and I'm probably sure he might have been a little taller And she looked up at him and she said, they have no wine. Then he looked down at her and he said, woman, what does that have to do with me? Then she looked back up and she said, do what he said. See, in my heart, this is just my mind, she had to have been a sister. She said, do what he say do. Scripture tells us that there were six stones, water jars there anyway for the Jewish rites of purification. Each would hold 20 or 30 gallons of water. And so Jesus began to give out instructions. He said to fill the water pots with water And see, these water pots were were there for the purpose of the rites of purification. And they filled the water pots to the brim. It's so amazing. I have to ask this question again. When was the last time you did what Jesus said? Down to the detail. When was the last time you called somebody that Jesus told you to pick up the phone and call? When was the last time you went to visit somebody that Jesus told you, you they need some bread, they need their light bill paid. When was the last time you did what Jesus said? So they drew some out now and they took it to the head waiter. You ask, when did the miracle happen? Did the miracle happen when they poured the water in the water pots? When did the miracle take place? The miracle took place when they did what he said do. When he told them to go and give it to the governor. See, your miracle gonna happen when you begin to go and to do what he said do. Stop waiting for it to happen. Just go and do what he said do. Then the miracle will happen. No, we want a sign. We we, we want a confirming word. Just go and do what he said do. When the head waiter tasted the water, which had become wine, and did not know where it came from, but the servants knew who had drawn the water, and the head waiter called the bridegroom and said to him, Every man serves the good wine first. And when the people had drunk freely, then he serves the poor wine. But you have kept the best wine for now. I got a word for you this morning. When this pandemic is over, you will see a manifested Of God's glory. God is waiting. He's waiting to reveal himself. It won't be like this always. 2020 is going to be over in a minute. And 2021 is on the horizon. What God was doing in 2020. I don't know about you. But I know he was doing it with me. He was stretching me. He was pruning me. He was preparing me for a greater work in the kingdom of God. Never did I think that God had left me. Never did I think that God has forsaken me. God was doing a work in us. God shut down that city so you would fall on your knees. God was doing a work in us. God gave us free time come on stop thinking stop thinking this was god just woke up one morning and said oh my goodness there's a pandemic no 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 nobody had to go to him in heaven the angels had to find him and ask him did you know there was a pandemic down there no he already knew but god was getting his church ready see some of us have Noise noiseless pestilence. He said that a thousand shall fall at thy side. Ten thousand by thy right hand. But he said it shall not. But it shall not come nigh thee. See, I don't know about you. I'm fighting a good fight of faith. I get up every day putting on my armor. I get up every morning girding my lawns with truth. Putting on the breastplate of righteousness my feet shot with the gospel of peace heaven on my helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit and the shield of faith yeah, Lord. Yeah, Lord. God has taught me how to war he taught my fingers how to war and how to fight see I'm not going to get weary and well doing because I know we'll reap if we faint not I know it looked bad Just like at this wedding, they had ran out of wine. Who would have thought? But guess what? When Jesus comes on the scene, he'll change your who would have thought. He's going to meet every need according to his riches and glory. I remember another who would have thought. You remember when Thomas doubted? Jesus' resurrection, telling the other disciples, unless I see the nail marks in his hands and put my fingers where the nails were and put my hands into his side, he said, I will not believe. He told his disciples again that I will be put to death in three days but I will rise again. Who would have thought? He kept telling them that I'm gonna die, but in three days I'm gonna rise again. again. But somebody in the crowd said, who would have thought? On that Friday, on a dark Friday, they crucified my Lord. He hung on an old rugged cross. He gave his life for your sins and my sins. Who would have thought? When I was yet a sinner, Christ died for me. Who would have thought? He suffered. He bled for a wretch undone. They put him in a bar tomb. But on the third day he did get up with all power in his hand today is saying who would have thought he got up with all power in his hand he ascended to the father and right now he's making intercession for you and guess what he's coming back again and if you're not ready somebody's going to be left behind and going to say who would have thought i encourage you this morning a spirit of pandemic don't have a spirit of pandemic it's alright to be in the pandemic but just don't have a spirit of the pandemic don't have a spirit of mumbling and grumbling don't have a spirit of complaining but everyday look to the hills from which cometh your help because your help cometh from the Lord I'm going to tell you in 2021 he can be your peace he can be your joy. He is your sanctifier. He'll be your shepherd. He'll better than insurance because he is your great assurance. He is your future. He is the Lord and ruler of your life. Who? Who would have thought? This morning, we opened the doors of the church. This is the last Sunday in the year. And God has brought you from January all the way to this present moment. Some of us have not done what God has told us to do. But he kept us anyway. Who would have thought that his love for us was so great his love for us was just so awesome that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life I don't want you to go to the end of this year God has God somebody out there I want you just to think for a moment that God has sustained you in spite of yourself. God has kept you out of all that has gone on this year. You're still here. He spared you. He spared your life. And this morning, if you have not accepted Jesus Christ, As Lord and Savior of your life this is such an opportunity Romans 10 and 9 says if you confess your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead thou shalt be saved let's sing Jesus keep me near the cross
2: And away. Come on, y'all.
3: All need even now. The cross. I I, I watch. and, and way.
2: Anybody hoping and trusting. This morning that even in the beginning of this year and when we got deep into this pandemic the greater question was not necessarily who would get the virus but the greater question was is who would receive the savior over the virus and we come now and the question is right now even now who would have thought That you would be in this moment right now, wherever you are, to accept the Lord Jesus Christ. The Bible declares that if we believe in our heart, the Lord Jesus, and confess it with our mouth that God has raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. Who would have thought you? Would be saved on today. In the middle of all this going on. Lost your job. But you can be saved today. Don't have much money. You can be saved today. Didn't have a great Christmas. But you can be saved today. Who would have thought it? That he would reach out his hand to you even now. Let us pray. Lord we thank you. And Lord we bless you for. A right now and a ready word to help us continue on. That you are God that can work miracles out of stuff that people use to clean themselves. That you change the water into wine. And if you could change water into wine, I am convinced. That the same God that changed water into wine can change a desperate soul who was on their way to hell, to their new address in heaven. Is there anybody here who believes that the God who changed water into wine can change a filthy soul to one that had been cleaned up? Lord, David said, purge me with hyssop and I will be clean. Wash me and I will be whiter than snow. Lord, we thank you that you, are God, can still working miracles on today. Lord, if there's somebody in the sound of our voice, we ask right now that your spirit has spoken to them through your preacher and that they have seen that even now, who would have thought what the Lord can do? We serve a God who specializes in things that some people call impossible. Have you any rivers that you think you cannot cross? Have you any mountains but we know that god specializes in things that are impossible lord we thank you lord we bless you it is in the mighty master's name of jesus that we pray and give thanks somebody give god give god a great praise give god a great praise i don't give god a great wherever you are give him a great praise the Bible declares that if we served a small God, he'd be due small praise. If we serve a medium-sized God, he'd be due medium-sized praise. But the Bible declares, great is the Lord. And he is greatly to be praised in the mountain of our God, in the city of his holiness. Give God a great praise. Give God a great praise because who would have thought even now? <laughs> amen, amen. And he is good still all the time. Amen. Amen. Just want to come and thank God again for this powerful preacher of God, this daughter of Zion. Amen. Give God praise for Georgina Washington. I love good preaching, y'all. Good preaching ought to help you out and ought to clean you up and make you better. And that's some good preaching amen amen just want to give you an update on our pastor and first lady let everybody know that they are doing well and resting amen give god praise for them we thank god for the reverend dr richard b haynes and to the first lady of this church sister beverly haynes we want to thank god for them just a couple notes on this morning and announcements to give and into your hearing uh, we will have food giveaways coming up this week, Wednesday, uh, December the thirtieth, starting at eleven a.m. Uh, boxes will include our, with fresh vegetables, fruit, protein, and food is also available during the regular food pantry hours, every Tuesday, two p.m. to four thirty p.m., and Saturdays, nine a.m. to eleven thirty a.m. So donations of non-perishable items are currently being accepted and are greatly. Appreciated, amen God has given us another year and we want to thank him for another year and so coming up on the 31st of this month we will have our watch night services uh, beginning um, at uh, now it says here we'll have it virtually so it'll be in the morning at 11 a.m. online and so we would hope that all 11 p.m. Amen. I got 11 a.m. on my paper. I just want to make sure and to let y'all know I can read. Amen. 11 a.m. is on the paper. 11 p.m. Virtually. Amen. 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 God is good. 11 p.m. Our watch night service is December 31st this year, 2020. Um, we want to continue to upbuild and and give prayer toward those of us in our family who are bereaving, amen, who are bereaving and had to have dealt with not only death, but dealt with situations where they are bereaving. If y'all would, I also want you to do, just do this for me. There's a great family of God in Winder, Georgia, the White Oak Spring Missionary Baptist Church that lost their oldest member. We lost several of our oldest members here at the Salem Church, but this, not this week, just a day ago, they lost Miss Nellie's Hutchins, the oldest member of the White Oak Spring Church. So, if you would just lift up the Hutchins and Price family uh, for Sister Nellie. She was a wonderful soldier of the Lord, and we will thank God for her home going. Amen. Amen. Just want to again thank God for everyone who is here. Thank God for our minister of music, Brother Bush, not only on the men, but still doing his thing. Amen. And, and Brother Bush also on the drums. We want to thank God for our praise team. Again, thank God for Sister Georgina watching our great preacher on this morning. Thank God for the gift that he has given her. Thank God and continually bless and lift her up as she continues to do the work of God, not only here in this local branch of Zion, but also on the corner where she lives. Amen. Thank God for that. If you would, just rise to your feet, those on the outside also. God be with you. Till we meet again. God be with you. Should you call somebody, call somebody. Tell them that God is still good. And he's still in the miracle working with it.
3: May God.
2: To keep us from stumbling. And he is able to present us blameless before his glory with exceeding joy. To the only wise God, be glory, be majesty, be dominion, and be authority. And may it be both now, henceforth, and forevermore. And let the people of God say,
1: There are several ways to submit your tithe and offering: online at www.thechurchwithzeal.org/give, on Cash App at dollar sign the church with zeal, via the GiveLify app, by mail to Salem Missionary Baptist Church, P.O. Box eight one seven Lilburn, Georgia three zero zero four eight